Blimey, there was a time when we never thought to justify our fishing or even explain our love for it to ourselves or anybody else come to that. Everyone fished. It was something we all did. Half the kids in my primary school class had rods, and every family had at least some fishing tackle, even if it was stuffed in the attic. Angling was an unquestioned part of national life, like doing the pools, going down the pub, or heading to the seaside on a bank holiday. The rich went salmon fishing, and the poor went to a pit or a canal or a pond. I went to Kingsweir on the River Lee, but we all went somewhere without a thought of doing anything else, outside of football and cricket, of course. It wasn't a case of why we went fishing. It was a case of why wouldn't you? What I do know, partly from being a history teacher who ran fishing clubs, is that you can't push anyone into being an angler. The passion is either in you or it isn't. That's a tragedy of modern-day childhood for me. The past 30 or 40 years, kids have lost their freedoms and have to do everything now under strict adult supervision of one sort or another. Children can't know if they like fishing or not because they never have the opportunity to explore it properly on their own. For me and Paul, and most anglers over 40 years old, fishing was our private existence of magic and mystery. It was our entry to the natural world, and we went on our tod with like-minded mates. We faced our challenges, solved our problems, confronted our fears, and came out the other side stronger. Kids are so divorced from the outdoors now that the most recent Oxford Junior Dictionary omitted words like acorn, adder, catkin, and conquer. Paul and I were deeply embedded in nature as children, and angling was simply an expression of that. If this book can get anyone, kids or adults, back to fishing, back to cold, wet weather, back to nature, then that's our whole aim.